friends, welcome back to Reimagine with Renata. I am Renata Del Carmen, and yes, I am still blessed to be here. I am so excited, as always. I know you guys are like, you're always excited. I am, because this is an exciting time. Uh, the events of the past two years, we are slowly creeping out of that, right? We are reimagining life in the way that we want it to be. We're setting new expectations. Um, in our last episode, we spoke about mental health. And so I don't know about you, but I am in need of some comic relief. And so <laughs> if you know anything about me, you know I love a good joke. Um, there's some sometimes sarcasm thrown in there. Um, we've had some pretty serious episodes, but today whatever day it is that you are listening to this, I hope you are ready because I have the pleasure of speaking with the lovely <laughs> and funny Jody Dentley, also known as Jody Vids on social media. Hi, Jody. <laughs> Hi, Renata Del Carmen. <laughs> I, I thought you were going to say my whole name. I was so ready for it. Oh, um, I missed it. <laughs> Rewind. Okay. Rewind. It's okay. No, no. Um, so for those of you who do not know my full name, I don't know if you will learn it on this podcast, but you may have to listen to the Hello Beautiful People podcast and find it somewhere <laughs> in the 91 episodes of that. Good luck. Shout out to the Hello Beautiful People and our boy George V. Yes. v. George Smith. Um, yes, the V. George Smith is actually responsible for uh, this episode tonight because it is on his podcast that I actually met Jody Bids. Um, so yeah. had it not been for V George, my God, you know, so That's totally appreciative of you, George. Shout out to you. So we can fully know her names. Something with a Gardenas. <laughs> Close. <laughs> Yes, that was actually really good. And yeah, yeah, because all of my life I had to fight for people to say my name correctly. Uh, All my my (laughs) life I had to fight. Um, I got you. I got you. uh, And I thank God for that. Um, Jody, you are like. I, I know if you follow me on social media, friends, yes, I updated my Instagram name once again. I don't care if you're tired, but <laughs> I got, I needed to switch it from what it was before because I'm starting to get a lot of spam and hacking to my emails and stuff. And I know a large part of that comes from the social media activity. So just protecting my name and things. But I... um have reposted a lot of Jody's videos and will continue to do so because it oh. is hilarious. I don't know <laughs> if I have a favorite yet. I think they're all so funny of what <laughs> I've seen. Um, definitely the God one, the God reel from Easter. Um, what, what, oh, oh the, um, oh, um, uh, 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 come on, Jody. My brain just went blank. Oh, ain't nobody come to see you, Otis. <laughs> it's so funny. 
Um, did you always know you were funny? Did someone tell you you were funny? Like, when did you say to yourself, like, I want to be... Well, first, before before we get into that, tell the world what you do. Because I've been bragging on you being funny, but you you are quite talented. So let us oh. know. Renata, I appreciate you. You are so awesome. Um, so I, I comedically write... Um, and produce my own videos. And sometimes I'll throw in some inspiration in there if I feel inspired to do something that's inspirational. Yeah. Um, but I also will do like a, a trendy hot, if I wanna do hot topics, but they'll also be filled with comedy and banter and anything sarcastic or just anything like that. I'm, I'm just, I'm wittily, I would say energetic in that sense. You know, I enjoy um, I enjoy laughter and I enjoy comedy. Um, you know, I would say Jim Carrey when I was younger was one of my bigger influences because uh, that was just super funny to me. Really, Jim Carrey? At, so my first experience with Jim Carrey, I think, was in Living Color. Was, is it? Yeah, maybe. Yes, he was Fire Marshal Bill. Yes. Uh, <laughs> but I, I, I'm, I, I mean, I have several different influences, but I love Jim Carrey when I was younger, Pet Detective, uh, Liar Liar. Oh my gosh, one of my favorite, Dumb and Dumber. Don't get oh, me yeah. Uh, but my, one of my absolute favorite comedians is um, my boy Dave Chappelle. Uh, you yes. cannot get better than Dave. Chappelle so I me I love you know I love Eddie Murphy I love I love good comedy uh, now someone had introduced me to Cat. <laughs> oh Cat Williams to Cat Williams and I was they were mm. like have you watched this and I was like you know I haven't you know I couldn't get past the perm uh I'm sorry Cat um <laughs> but when I sat down and watched his show, I tell you, no lie, I cried the entire show. Yeah. Like, it was so funny. But one of my favorite people um, is Dave Chappelle. Uh, um, and I got to say, I grew up on Jim Carrey uh, when I was younger, as far as like just stuff that I, I looked at. And there and many other people. Um, I do like sarcastic comedy. Like I like The Office. I like Parks oh, yeah. and Um. But I also like Eddie Murphy um, as well. So I can't, my mind is going blank. I can't really think of everybody right now, but off the top of my head, yes. I mean, those those are the goats. Like those are really great people to even think or even learn from. I remember being younger, my grandmother was really into like sitcoms. And I feel like my first experience with like comedians was probably like Red Fox. Yes. And like Richard Pryor. Yeah. Um, and even George Jefferson. He's funny. <laughs> you know, I, in my household, because you know, my dad did not let any uh, of the devil's words in our house. I mean, uh, and there it, it is. So I didn't get to I didn't get any sneak previews of of um, those guys when I was younger. Like a lot of people have their stories of how they accidentally see these comedians. My dad was mm -hmm. not this in the house. However, he was playing Bill Cosby. Oh like, yes, not the show. We did watch the show, but like his standups. Now, yeah, his standups were like to my dad the funniest things, and they were hilarious. 
I, now I laughed my head off at that. Those were funny and um, Sinbad. Oh yes, Sinbad. Sinbad's uh, stand up. Oh my god, <laughs> hilarious. So you is, know, wow, you're taking me back. That's right, because you know we only twenty five. Right. <laughs> and it's just you know I'm getting younger my daughter's getting older it's not making sense but I'm right. with it God I see what you're doing I see right. what you're doing we going <laughs> yeah wow that's so awesome so I, I I love to laugh I love to have a good time I'm one of those people that attends comedy shows whenever I can um, I have, I recently saw Dave in November. It was hilarious. Um, and oh I was so God. salty because I was ready with my phone to like get all types of clips to keep, but they took our phones upon entry. <gasps> they take your phones? Yeah, they took our phones. So I wasn't able to record anything. They give you this pouch that locks and so you you know you go through the metal detectors they give you the pouch at the metal detector so naturally you have to take it out to get through the metal detector and um you have to put it in the pouch and the pouch locks and the only way to open that is like when you leave they have a ton of people at the exit with this device that unlocks the pouch Yo, that's crazy. So I can't yeah. text while I'm in there. I can't nothing, do... nothing. I you're was like so a... salty. Wow. So like you're you're like a prisoner for two hours. I, I don't think I've been phoneless for that long in wow. a few years. Okay, Dave. I see and it, you. <laughs> yeah, and it was it was it was a long show. I think it started I think the show started at eight and he had a, a few comedians open maybe like two and then it was he showed his documentary which hopefully it ends up on Netflix it was amazing it's basically about um how he spent his time during quarantine like when the pandemic first hit that going through that whole time with the George Floyd murder and um how he brought comedy to this town during that time. And it's amazing documentary. And I thought like, after that, he comes out, he does a few jokes. I thought that was the end of the show. After that, he brought out her Busta Rhymes, Rakim, Elder Barge. I'm like, we left there at like midnight. So I was really without my phone for like four hours. <laughs> wow. But it was amazing. I've done that. I could not have done that. Yeah, no, it was stressful a little bit. It was a little bit stressful, but it, it, it was such a great show that you didn't really realize how much time had passed, but you know, you just have that natural, um, uh, unconscious way right. of like checking for your phone and, and then realizing like, oh, it's actually locked in this pouch in my purse. Okay. never mind. Right. So like he would probably be the only person that I would possibly do that for. Like, right. <laughs> right. Like, nah, give me my phone. I'm not going here. I changed my mind. I'm leaving. <laughs> exactly. And I and I actually I really had that urge, like, wait, what? We what? Why? <laughs> like, because there's a level of trust that has to happen in that moment too. Like right. in this big venue, all these people, this is New York City, you know, New Yorkers live in a constant state of anxiety. Uh, so like, 
do I want to get, do I want to see, <laughs> do I really That's want that? this? And you know, um, people that live in New York, your, your state of mind is so different than people that live down South. Cause I live in Florida now yeah. for the, for the ears of the people of hello, beautiful podcast down South, not the Southern States as we had to delineate that in one of our episodes, but people that live in New York have a more aggressive style or mm-hmm. way about them. Sometimes I think like, man, are you mad? Or like, no, nah, I'm just, I'm just talking. <laughs> okay. <laughs> okay. Cause oh, you know, my, my best God. friend, my best friend and her, you know, she's from New York. Her family's from New York. Mm-hmm. And like, there was one time that, um, somebody in her family, they were talking and I was like, Oh, maybe we should go outside. Cause they're arguing. She was like, they're not arguing. They're just talking. I was like, Oh, okay. Okay. <laughs> it's mad aggressive right now. Like y'all being real aggressive towards each other. Like, okay. I'm know, not used to this. And you know, what's funny. It, well, not funny, but interesting is working in education. The children are that way. Like, I feel like it's increased a bit and I'm mm-hmm. just like, so what? Like, keep your hands off of other people's children. Like, <laughs> what? I'm just saying hi. I'm like, yeah, but you slap him in the back of his head yeah i'm saying hi uh, do you think that the aggression becomes a bit milder when you get older um i think it depends really on the environment right like i was having this conversation with um friends the other day that when you grow up in the hood like you are trained to be that way to it's like a survival tool yeah yeah and so it's kind of hard for people to divert from that once they get older because now you're on your own before you may have been with your parents your siblings now you're on your own and you gotta watch your back like i remember going into um hanging out with friends and like being dropped home and like before I turned, put my key in the door to turn the lock, like I looked both ways over my shoulders before going in and my friend texted me and she was like, you are such a New Yorker. And I was like, why would you say like, what, what makes you say that? And she's like, you looked over your shoulder both ways before going to your house. And I'm like, wow. That's crazy. That is crazy because you it's it's a, it's a, it's the survival instinct. Right, right. And it's like okay, this is gonna be a little puny uh, uh, example, but <laughs> it's like when I I have a cat, right? And so I had to learn different things, uh, different conversations that are happening within the cat community. They say right. that if you declaw your cat, it's considered inhumane. And mm-hmm. I said, well, why? And they said, because if something were to happen and they had to leave your house and be in the wild, they wouldn't have a way to defend themselves. Wow. And so I was like, oh, that's so interesting. Because my cat's claws come out. They they retract. Wow. Like, I've never seen rabbit. I'm allergic to cats, so I've oh. never been close enough to like see that oh. happen. My cat is so sweet. I love him so much. But he and he's a lovey, lovey, dovey cat. Like he wants me to love on him and he wants to be wherever I am. Mm. Thank God I was blessed with a cat like that. 
But like when 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 you see his like his claws retract, they're not always out. When he's relaxed, when he's sitting, you just see paws, you know. But when he's grabbing towards something or he's trying to grab or hold something or he's playing with some things, his claws will come out. So if they declaw them and they're wow. in the wild, they won't have a way to defend themselves. So that just sounds like the mentality that kids in New York or anyone that's in the hood, like you're taught to like, you, you got to always watch your back. Right. Like, and I guess that's what, you know, I've had to learn that as a, a single adult woman. Like when I come home at night, I'm always, I'm always turning around now. You know, I, I, mm-hmm. I, I'm like looking left to right as I'm walking to my door and when I'm opening my door, I'm looking left to right to make sure no one's behind me. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And I just hate that that is something that we even feel like is necessary. I'm like, I just want to know what it is one day to not have to worry about that. Like, not have that be the concern. Um, I don't know that that'll happen living in New York, honestly. <laughs> well, you know, I also yeah. have a- so you know either way not that that sways anything but yeah just now, go ahead come on and move down here you, Florida wouldn't be a stretch for me like that could, might be an easy decision to make a lot of my families in Florida and I'm sure they'd love to hear me say <laughs> I'm moving to Florida I'm not I'm, saying it yet y'all I'm not saying it yet I'm, I'm waiting for you Oh man, I, the comedy! I I love you, Jody, but I be coming for the comedy too. I, <laughs> it's so funny. Now you do a lot on social media. Um, what made you decide to take your like talents to social media, as they say? So you asked me a question, and I'm gonna backtrack a little bit. You mm-hmm. said, "When did I know I was funny?" Mm-hmm. Um, and I don't think when I started doing my videos, I didn't do it because I thought I was funny. I did it because I had these ideas and I wanted to produce them. I wanted to edit them mm-hmm. for it. I was excited about that. I was like, Oh, I want to do this. Like, I think it was just more like I have, I have a silly brain. Right. Mm-hmm. And I, and I just, Okay, I'll give you an example. I was working at this mortgage. I was working at this office. And every day I would go to my car. There was a dead squirrel in front of my car. So the next day I came to work, the squirrel was still there. And nobody picked him up. Nobody moved him. Nobody clicked him. So I turned my phone on. And I was like, day one, uh, you know, squirrel being there, like, ain't nobody come pick him up. Then it was like day two, the squirrel's still there, you know, and I would make a story like, then nobody wants you, you know, and then I would come back and say, <laughs> oh my you God. I, so that was just like me starting to record just, just a silly aspect. And then like, it, it had to be like, I don't know, six or five days. This little squirrel was deteriorating everything. Oh you my know? God. So I would chronicle it and then I would, I, I would put like day 785. <laughs> And one day I came out there, I was just singing, do you want to know? I was holding a service for him. Where I'm going, where I'm going up beyond 
that? Like I did a whole like like you know like oh my god, Coral Lives Matter kind of thing. And <laughs> one day I came and he was gone, and I was like, somebody even came. So like in that instance, it wasn't matter of me turning it on because I'm like, oh, I'm funny. Let me turn on my. Camera. It was more of just instinct in the moment. Yeah, being and yourself. Being myself, yes. Yeah. And then I just started recording everything, and I was. It, it was I would say like that was like I had just gotten divorced and mm. it was somewhat of a, a a comedy relief for myself it was some sort of uh, what do you call that like a, a, a thing or... yeah it was it was it was it was it was something I enjoyed especially going through where I was it was something I dove into because you know I would sit and edit for hours and hours and hours just you know, and editing does take that long. And, and I think it's one of my favorite things to do is edit. I enjoy editing more than I do video recording. Really? Uh, I, I I was going to say, like, even my, my fake desire to, like, be full throttle on social media reels and TikToks and YouTube and thing. I'm like, this this recording and editing, child. This I, and I will tell you this, like, so... I'm I, I'm probably skipping your questions, but you kind of went to it. Editing and recording, it takes a lot of time. It takes a lot of energy. You have to really be committed to it. You have to really focus on what you're doing. You have to really dedicate your time and be consistent. You know what I mean? You have to commit right. to it, what you're going to do so it could be successful and it could do what you set out for it to do and more. Um, and I think for me, it's difficult because I have a full-time job. And so coming home, you know, having a full-time job, picking up your son from okay. school, Preach about it. And, try, and, and, and getting the energy to sit down and write and record and then staying up, which would probably be now nine, 10 o'clock at night to edit and deciding to do that. That takes a lot out of you. So you really have to be committed to it. Um, I remember one time I was working on this video and I had enjoyed it so much because, you know, you know, you get inspirations for everything. And I was so excited to jump in and edit. I was like, oh, this is going to be great. And it took me a good four, four or five hours to edit everything um, because I wanted to post it immediately. Um, I don't do that anymore now. When I edit now, I, I give it about a, I don't know, I give it time. I let it sit and saturate because I'll come back to it and say, oh, I like this. And then I'll come back the next day and I'll be like, you know what? I don't like this. It's not sitting well. So sometimes I let it sit for weeks. Sometimes I let it sit for months. Sometimes I let it sit for maybe a week, maybe a two, maybe two weeks if I'm working on something so that I can really get. But either way, I was editing something and it was like four, four or five hours. When I looked up, it was three o'clock in the morning and I had to be up, be up in like two hours for work. Oh my God. I, and, I, I, and I didn't even go to bed at that time. I stayed up for another hour and a half, two hours, and I didn't really get any sleep. So to commit to the social media aspect of your, of what you want to do takes a lot. You know, one day I would love to do entertainment full time. I would love to dive into this. Yeah. And and you say listen to you speak about that and just thinking about the 
the very few things, very few things that I've done where I've had to edit and just the creative process and being a creative, like you want it to match your vision for it. And so that, that does take time. But I also, there are times where things happen and I see you like you're on it. You post like when popular news stories break or like even like the Oscars, you were, (laughs) (laughs) you were ready. But by the time the Oscars ended, you had your reel ready for the people. And I will tell you, so like, for example, Instagram and sometimes and TikTok, they do make it easy for you to edit certain things. So if you want to quick, a quick thing, they do make it easy for you to really go on there and really do it in the moment. When the thing, at the Oscars, I was, everybody was so in shock that I was just like, I I need to talk to the people. Like, right. that moment was me still in that moment. <laughs> <laughs> um, and, you know, and I think that for me, like, I write comedically, but I think that comedy comes out even when I'm talking about anything. Um, yeah. Like, um, you know, like there, there are times where I just want to talk. I want to talk about things like how I'm talking right now. You know what I mean? Like, so that that's, that's me. It's something I want to do. Um, and just a part of something that I want to continue to expand into and not limit myself. Um, we talk about Instagram and TikTok. I was telling someone the other day that if you're not careful, like TikTok really does make a creator a little bit lazy um i can see that it's not them to create anymore and you're just relying on whatever tiktok does is where you're doing these voiceovers or you're doing these dances or you're doing you know it makes you as a creator and you can't get stuck in that you got to still start you know still create still move in a direction that's purposeful for you you know however you're evolving yeah and i i wondered about that because i see there are so many more people that are choosing this comedic style on social media. And I'm like, are they, is this really their crafts or is this like an easy way to go on TikTok or Instagram because of all this? One thing I've noticed is people are, people are funny in their own right. Yeah. If you follow the shade room, and the shade room posts something. I get more laughs from the comments than I do from anything else because people are shady. That is a fact. <laughs> and people, they just they just quick witted with their comebacks. Right. And I think what's popular these days is um, kind of shady kind of comedy. I think now it's not it's not more so about writing. It's more about like just like you know what I mean, like the shady. And I think that that's popular. But I also think that people that actually are funny should never get intimidated by that or stop creating because, you know what I mean? But there are some people that are really out here creating and doing some stuff that that TikTok has allowed them to shine or that Instagram has really allowed them to their craft to really come out and shine and see their true talent. Like I've seen some really talented people. Um but yeah, if you're looking for a good laugh as well, sometimes you just got to go to the shade room and see their posts and just read the comments. You will be dying. I with- 
witness. Yeah, I am a comment surfer. If I see a post, like a lot of times I'll read the caption depending on what it is. Right. But if the photograph or video is something that <laughs> like, I, I sometimes go straight to the comments. Like, yes, what do people say know, about this? No, they're going to be on, like, it's just the, I literally go to the comments and I am laughing out loud. Like, no joke, <laughs> hollering because these people, and I say out to myself, I said, these people are funny. Yeah. Just in their, in their response, because people are shady as crap. And I think that when you hear petty and shady people are funny in real life. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? And people hide behind their keyboards. And that's why they go to the shade room so they can say whatever it is they want to say that they wouldn't say in person. So That too. That, oh, that is, you know, trolls and like, Comic yep. gangsters, like it's just like what? Comic gangsters, you know they gonna say it and then they gonna type and run away, like throwing throwing stones and running, hiding their hands behind their backs. That's exactly what they do. Oh my Don't god! It, though the shade room does give you high anxiety and it be filling you with drama. They be doing exactly what their name is, the shade room. Right. It, that I have so many thoughts about that. Yes. It's, so many. <laughs> It comes oh out a light of light, and then you're like, "Why am I so anxious right now? I, I don't need to be in these people's business. This is not even my business. <laughs> I don't, don't, I don't care. Why, why am I so right. invested? Oh, I'm the queen of being way too invested in like other people's circumstances. Like, and down the rabbit hole, you'd be like, you yeah. know what? I need to get. I need to get back to my own life right and, now. <laughs> yeah, and you know me. You know I'll create a whole narrative. I'll completely entertain myself. <laughs> not. You are crazy. Listen, the thing that you have shared. I am shocked at how invested you are in some of these topics. I'll be like, I didn't know. Thank you for enlightening me. Because like uh -huh. you, now, your research is viable. I can't even front like. I'll create a whole, it depends on the story. Like sometimes I'm like, hmm, now this is interesting. And I'll start digging and investigating. And if I don't really care about it, I'll start creating my whole, <laughs> my own narrative. Like this is happening because no, but um, I think I've always been that way. Like I was younger, I would read a lot of the tabloids. Like who reads tabloid? I I would also read the newspaper and New York Times. My mom always had me like reading or books, um, newspaper, current events, and so like uh, uh it was like my form of social media when I was younger was like reading magazines, tabloids, Essence. Vogue and learning about like all of these celebrities in a sense. Um, so social media naturally was like, oh, great, this makes it even easier. I can get everything fast, like, I don't have to buy all these magazines anymore. Um, which is interesting, still, it, it, I don't, I don't know why, what my obsession is. Truly, I don't know. <laughs> Um, well, you're, you're, you're wonderful at it. it. It's beneficial in a lot of ways for you. Yeah. I think that, um, 
I've worked in multiple industries, uh, fashion, entertainment, communications. And so there were times in my life where I had to know um, some of these things or a lot of things that either I cared to or didn't care to. I think when I started to move into more community yeah. related roles, I, I, I shifted my interests a little bit. Yes. It's funny. I was talking um, with a friend at brunch the other day about like that, the where I am now in the space that I am now. And I'm like, do I want to continue to be a freedom fighter? Cause that's what I feel like <laughs> I am right now. I, you mean, I understand. Yeah. I think our purpose um our purpose has different seasons right yeah. so i feel like your understanding of what it is evolves over time yeah you know? and some something serves certain purposes for certain time and then you see a different area on your journey that you should be going in you know what yes. i mean mm-hmm. so it's just the evolution evolution yeah that is big. And I think it, I wanted to talk a bit about t- your time in quarantine. As, and I don't even know if you were really in quarantine. You know, you in Florida. Y'all do things a little different. <laughs> hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. <laughs> but in your time during quarantine, I know I found that I've evolved a lot since the start of 2020. Did, during that time, were you like, doing your own comic relief were you seeking entertainment elsewhere like what was that time like for you well I'll tell you this it was nuts for me I did not have my son most of the time so I was quarantined by myself and girl oh my god it was a time okay um the quarantine was very different for me um it shed a lot of light on a lot of different aspects in life for me um I was entertaining myself (laughs) but I was also being entertained um so the quarantine was um it allowed me to make decisions that I would have put off probably another few years and allowed me to see a lot of realities clearly and I think that there were a lot of other people were in the same boat a lot of people Mm. came like Mm -hmm. the same because I think it allowed you to see the the you know took the frill and the fluff off certain things you thought you needed and like I really don't need this right so it's like an ultimate cleansing in in a lot of ways um but I I was able to um you know, I was able to transition from certain things that allowed me to um, see deeper into different areas that I wanted to go in. Um, so that was very vital for me um, was um, as far as like my writing and different things that I want to do for myself. Um, mm. I was that transition into doing certain things, um, you know, like even you know I didn't I started my like hot topics and trends during that time um and uh you know I was pulled to write for certain shows and just just certain openings and doors that came up um for me when it was really pivotal 
um, during that time. So it really did allow me to kind of hone in on a lot of things that I was doing. That is awesome. I know it is, as you mentioned, was a tough time um, for a lot of people, but I also feel like so much blossomed uh, and so so many seeds were watered that uh, in retrospect actually made it a beautiful time. Um, For me, I know, I I thought I was on a self-care journey until... 2020 and then I was like oh this is re- this is the real self-care journey. <laughs> right it, no it was and I yeah. you know it's funny it's 2022 and I feel like man it, it somewhat feels like a blur mm-hmm. almost I, I, I just I, I feel like um like so 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 much has happened in that time and I still can't believe that we even went through uh uh, quarantine in 2020 right. like 2020 was one of like even in 2020 I had like one of my big videos go viral like awesome. and which platform was this one um well it was it went viral on Instagram and on Facebook got um, it okay and 2020 was when I first met George like got it George was pivotal even in me going viral that and that and that time. Shout out yeah. to George, my brother. And um, you know, like so like a lot of things became a little bit more clearer in that time for me and yeah. just connections that I had with people. Um, you know, even during that time I did get a lot of time to really create and um I did my uh I did my Dragonfly Jones video in 2020. (laughs) That's like a big favorite. People talk about that all the time. Uh, And just, there were just a lot of things that I was able to really write because I had time, you know, um, because I was, I wasn't, I mean, we did my office, which was a smaller office, did go back to work um, earlier Mm -hmm. than, oh, you know, I'm talking about Florida. But we did go back to work a little bit earlier than most people did. Well, I I was back at, in my school building by July of 2020. But see, I was back in May, so I'm not even going to talk oh about my God. But But here's the thing. My 40th birthday was during quarantine. Same. My well, 40th birthday. Not really. December. June 25th, 2020. And, and guess what? Nothing was open. Oh, my I God. Couldn't anywhere I couldn't do anything but you know what I made it still made it big for myself I took these bomb behind pictures right created these silly videos and I made it big for myself I, I love made that exactly how I wanted my 40th to be but you know like I right. think everybody that had big birthdays in 2020 just kind of made it what it was yeah um I, I lost someone in 2020, yeah. literally days after my 40th birthday. Mm. Um, the cancer and she, you know, was my, my age. So that year was a little, it was a little, you know, I think it kind of came in strong for many people yeah. <laughs> and many people lost a lot of people, but it was also a, a, a big turning point for a lot of people as well. Right. A lot right. of real and a lot of connections and a lot of driving points. And it, I know that it was for me. So I'm kind of happy that I took the 
route of stepping out in faith and even yes. doing this because uh, so let's go back to that question of I did did I always know I was funny it wasn't until people would say the validation of certain people say man you're funny yeah and I hearing that over and over and even though I would record out of my own initial instinct of I just want to do this because it's in me yeah people really comment to say man you really have something really made me very introspective to the point where I was like man there there's something there people would question like god have you always been this funny and I was just like yeah I just ain't never showed y'all right (laughs) (laughs) I I didn't show myself either I just you know I'm saying it was just it It was was in me though I you know I'm saying I wanted to show y'all that I was really funny the whole time I was just kidding uh (laughs) uh I was pretending to not be funny and then I was going to show y'all next year um (laughs) but even still like you know, even when I post, sometimes, you know, God is funny in the light that people just say, man, some things that I don't think are funny, people are like, man, it's not even, it's just you. Yeah. And I think that some, you, you, we can't take who we are for granted because we really are uniquely different in our own right of our own purpose. And yeah. people, if I'm being serious and I'm saying something, people will just laugh. And I'm just like, I'm not really telling a joke. I'm just, I'm being serious. (laughs) People people now automatically laugh. So if I post something, if I post something on Facebook, people will laugh. And I go, this is an actual real statement. (laughs) And people are doing laugh emojis. And I'm just like, I, okay. I I get, I have to say, this is not a joke. Right. They take what I say seriously. And like this guy, I think I did an interview with somebody and they posted it. And it, we were, it was a really serious interview because the guy was talking about divorce and how I thought about life and growth and all this other stuff. And it was just like this really serious layered conversation. And this guy like hit me up in my DMs and he was like, oh my God, would you like to go out? I just didn't realize that you were so... You, you were layered. You have so much depth to you. And I and it made me laugh because I don't post my personal life online. So nobody yeah. really knows who I am. Yeah, Same. I'm silly. I'm silly as crap. But I think that people don't, uh, will automatically assume that I'm just 100% silly all the time. But they don't realize people that are, that exude like comedy and funny all the time they I feel like they deal with a lot of heavy stuff yeah in the background yeah you know what I'm saying like we deal we 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 and and I'm an overthinker like I overthink everything like everything I everything has to have a thought to it for me you know like why why did they say that why did she do that why am I doing this should I do it like this or should I put it like this so yeah there's a lot (laughs) And you know, you said something, you talked about stepping out on faith, um, to explore and, you know, kind of bring you to where you are now. And I wonder, um, because there is a level of vulnerability that has to happen as well with like creating this content, it's art, right. And like, 
many people are sensitive about yeah. the art that they create and yeah. once they um give it to the world so is what is that like for you do you because oh <laughs> you go there like you are not like kind of trying this out like you are out there so it took me a while and i'm i'm still there's still certain things that i'm like ah should i do this nah or should i mm. Sometimes you want to test the waters, yeah. but tell you something about that vulnerability of giving people your heart. So you can spend all this time creating something and producing it and yeah. editing. And you're like, man, this is good. Right. And then you post it and you get like 25 views and two likes. Yeah. And it's like, it's like a rejection. It's like you trying to holler at this girl and like, <laughs> she turns you down so yeah. the vulnerability of actually giving your heart and soul to people to see and view and critique and give you likes is kind of an addictive drug mm. as far as social media is concerned because you think that your worth is in are they liking what I'm doing are people yeah. sharing what I'm doing and I let you fall in that trap very easy with social media. Very easy. Most people don't realize that, but that's you. You, you fall in that trap. Yeah. So Dude. you have to learn. I'm sorry. I didn't mean to cut you off. Um, uh, I was just going to finish and say, you have to really learn and understand your ending, your worth and yeah. your purpose and what you're doing. Why are you doing it here? Why are mm. you you want to do this what's the part you know what I mean or and at the end of the day it, it doesn't matter if people like it but if it's something that you knew you want to do you post it and even though you may not get the likes right now be consistent with it and at some point it'll pop off that's good you know what I mean it'll yeah. pop off you just have to be consistent and sometimes you evolve to mm. where you mm -hmm. create the persona of oh this is really who I want to be and then that might be the thing that captures people's um hearts it's almost like when you have a desire to start a show like reimagine with Renata um and well let's well you know this the show is to me reimagine with Renata is beautiful I love the entire concept everything yeah. is Oh, thank you. So let, let's just talk about, so like I had a friend that came to me and said, you know, he's a chef and he, he makes these foods. He's like, I want to start a YouTube channel. I'm just so nervous. I'm not used to being on a camera. And my, and he was like, any advice? I said, my advice is just start. You'll never yeah. know what you need to do to fix what you have to do until you start doing it. And when I tell you he started doing it at first, he sent it to you critique it. And I'll say, man, you're doing great. I would, you know, really invest in your lighting and stuff like that. And blah, 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 blah. And ever since that moment, I, he's, he has taken what he's gotten and it is 180 uh, degrees or hundred percent different than when he started. It's evolved. I mean, it is evolved. And I think that you, you have to really hone in on your craft yeah. instead of the people. Yeah. And to that point, right, like in terms of just starting, there is so much. Um, and I was having this conversation 
in a, another podcast where like there's so much that I want to share and it is impossible to share it all right now. Right. And so the podcast is where it needs to be and it'll grow into what it what it should be, what it could be. Right. Um, but like so many people get trapped in that it isn't appearing in the way that I want it to right now, or it isn't the vision that I have for this right now. And so it, it becomes this downward spiral and then we never get the content. So just right. start. Right. And so yeah. we're afraid before we start so that we never start. Yeah. Um, and then the, fear of being rejected by people so that we don't do it at all and so we live in this constant people are like oh I hope I go viral and so if you don't go viral then what does it mean that it's not valid because it didn't go viral and you you can't look at it that way and so because we now live in that that time where it's like viral is is king um and so you have to look at what you do differently. And there's so there's also this thought that I always have and and this may be um the god in me but I'm always like if it, okay come <laughs> on lord move cuz this you know this is the Ghost. lord's work you got you are if you know me you know this is the lord's work so there's always this thought of like, there is one person out there that yeah. needs to hear this. And if only one person hears it, then I've done my job, right? So um, Renata, people are always listening. Right. And even on my days where I want to stop or you mm-hmm. days where you feel useless in what you're doing or ah, should I do this anymore? And then I'll get a comment or two. Oh my God, you have to do this every single day. I look forward to your videos all the time. Yeah. Or, oh yeah. my God, your videos give me life. I, yes. you know, and then you're like, really? What? And then you, you, you're reminded that there is purpose in what you're doing, but you know, on the days where you do have discouraging days, because we all have discouraging days, you got to know that someone is listening. Yeah. And it's reaching someone. Um, and the God in you just means that everything you do, God is just moving through you with what you're doing. Right. Woo. Thank God for that. Um, and, and speaking about who is listening and or watching, do you have a target audience? Or are you just like, here I am. I'm Jody Bids. Get this here- funny. I'm Jody Bids. Get this funny. Now, here's the thing. All my videos are not themed. You know how everybody mm-hmm. has some people have a niche. Some people have yeah. like thing. My my videos are individual. So if I want to talk about president the president of the United States in a video, I will. If I want to talk about the Oscars, I can if I want to talk about working out, if I want to do a church video, you know what I'm saying? Like, I don't want to put myself in a box because if I, you know, I can do really anything I want to do. And I know people, they talk about niches and stuff like that. I don't have a niche. I just have me. Mm-hmm. Um, but what's funny is, side note, I did that video of uh, <laughs> the writer that went in the building like, who 
oh my god what happened and, you know i got maced oh my god <laughs> oh i am god. so sorry why did you get maced because we were storming the capital oh my god why were you doing that it's a revolution oh my god <laughs> that does not have happened to you i am so sorry that reminded me of that video that was very funny so, it was like, hilarious so I don't do a, I don't have an audience. Um, some videos cater to more an audience. Like I'll do a video that caters to Jamaicans uh, sometimes, yeah. or oh, whatever it is that that comes to mind. Um, I will say though that that video that I did about the late the writer that got maced, I had put it on my YouTube, and my God, that gave that was like, I don't know, that went viral on YouTube. It was like maybe almost a hundred thousand likes, and those comments on there were vile mm. um, right wingers cussing at me oh <laughs> for making God. the joke about. It was awful. I was I watched it. I never had to defend myself not one time because there were everybody else did the defending for me. Like and, it was, that, and that is the beauty of the comments. Like you can just yeah. sit back and watch. Yes, yes. You don't the have the world to go at it. Yes. So, I enjoy. I enjoy what I do. I enjoy what I do, and I. It I really... comes through in your videos, like it, just watching them. Yes, I am getting joy out of them. They're funny to me, but it also the joy that it seems like you're experiencing makes it even better. <laughs> I'm so glad that I. You know. What's funny for me, my, the way I see things is that sometimes the way that I understand my purpose comes from the, what people tell me they notice. Mm -hmm. And that sound a little backwards to how people are inspired, you know, but whatever works for you works for you. And sometimes you might be working and doing certain things. And then when you hear certain things, you're like, really? Because when I'm making my videos, I make them, but not with a thought in mind. Mm. Not with all oh, this, you know what I mean? Like, I can't control my face because my face is how I'm doing it in the videos. And I think that people, people fixate on my, um, my gestures, the way that I do my face. <laughs> It is funny. And your eyebrow. Oh my God, Jody, you have the people's eyebrow. So like when, okay, so a few people have said that to me, right? So it's just like, (laughs) it's the way you do your face. And I'm like, what way I do my face? I like, I don't know I have a face, but I, that I react in certain videos. I do do, but it, but it's just my natural. That's just me. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. it's just the way I look, and I think that I have a funny look. So when I'm looking, <laughs> I don't know. So now when I watch my videos, I see that people just look and say, you are just stupid. So when I start talking, <laughs> just talk, they start laughing. My oldest sisters just laugh at me for no reason, you know, because, you know, I'm always being and doing the most. But I, I thank God that that's there. Because sometimes you if you didn't know from when you were younger, you know, 
when you go through things like this and you're doing things and people comment, because a lot of times people can be a mirror for you. You yeah. know what I mean? Um, sometimes you can't see it, but a lot of times when people constantly tell you the same thing, it becomes a mirror like, hmm, that's interesting. Yeah. And you realize, man, there is something in you that God has placed in you that creates this thing um, that people really enjoy, that you actually exude. Um, and then it just becomes a, a part of, you know, that your evolution, your purpose. Yeah, that is so amazing, like to hear this perspective, because I think a lot of time, like we are are growing as friends. And I, I think a lot of times when we see uh, people on social media and they um, create this content, we just look at it like oh they're content creators and like right it's funny and i enjoy it oh i like it now oh i'm a follow now and so it takes some time to really get to know a person um behind this content if they never share like a personal side of themselves right um but to hear this perspective of like how you are approaching it and how others in your life view it it's like it means so much more right like the next time i see a video now and if you guys are not following jody vids already it is (laughs) j-o-d-e-e-v-i-d-s um and that's instagram and tiktok correct and youtube and facebook awesome yeah please do follow and subscribe um followers matter subscribers matter likes matter comments matter um but like now when you go see the videos you look at them differently laugh still and it's the great entertainment and yeah like others i anticipate like what your next video is gonna be about um (laughs) it's so funny um we are outside. I know Florida's outside. <laughs> we are outside. We are outside. Do you think like you'll do more of like outside things like comedy shows or do you feel like so- it's social media for you? You know, I I like outside. Yeah. And- you know, so I've done a few comedy shows and they were really out of my box and I was nervous. I remember when I had to do my, someone approached me about doing a comedy show and I was like, what? I record myself, yeah. I edit and I post it, girl. I don't know. <laughs> but I did it and I was like, man, it, that, see, that, that's another thing. That show gave me another layer to myself. And it really did show me that I was a really good storyteller in that right. And I was like, oh, this is fun. This was great. Mm, Nerve-wracking, but still very fun. Um, But no, we outside, girl. No, I just think that, I think that you can have both social media and outside events. Um, um, You know, like I, so I'm hosting a lot of events or I'm doing different things. You know, I don't want to limit myself at all. Um, I've got someone just approached me about doing a comedy piece for some event that she's doing um, in a few months. So, Mm. you know, but I don't want to, I want to always try to stretch who I am. That so you heard it here, ladies and gentlemen. 
Jody is taking bookings. <laughs> okay. I guess that's what I said, right? Yeah, she's taking <laughs> bookings for a fee and not a small fee. For oh. a fee. Oh. <laughs> yeah, I um I'm so glad to have had you join us today. We needed some comedy relief around here. We've had some serious conversations. Yes. Um and it's nice to um, learn more about not just you as a person, but your vision for like what you do and how you do it. I think people need to know it's not easy, right? When you talk about uh, editing videos for four or five hours and being up till two a.m. and then oh my gosh, yeah, yeah, it, it it's a uh, and even if you join the race of trying to stay relevant on social media specifically you mm -hmm. have to be present consistently mm -hmm. you have to post and you have to put out content constantly yeah. you know what I mean? and that's the thing like so if you post and be like um i'm gonna take a break for about a good month mm -hmm. no if you if this if this is what you want to do because you don't have to do it if that's not what you're into that's fine you can do whatever you want to do but right. if this is something you want to be a part of, you want to put your 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 things out there. You want to really make a, a name for yourself, and and there's nothing wrong with that. But you have to be consistent, and you have to consistently post, and you have to make yourself uh, vulnerable. Vulnerability is a part of this game. You cannot yeah. be afraid of being rejected or people not maybe being in in into what but it's also a part of your growth as well the more you post the more you grow the more you evolve yeah. or you yeah. understand what it is about you that you should do um online that is so good because um i think i, I have a few friends that you know they content creators and are creating their digital footprint in some way or another. And I see, even with myself, sometimes I've seen like this cycle happen. And yeah. it, to your point of like, there's vulnerability is almost a requirement and it, right. and it doesn't mean exposing yourself in a way that is uncomfortable, but it means giving the world an opportunity to get to know you as a person. So um, let me ask you a question. Have you ever seen a video where you're like, eh, he's kind of weird or the, why is he doing like that? <laughs> but the person is popular. Yep. Yep. Yeah. And people, there are, he's got people that support, but yeah. to you it's like, oh, 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 oh. Mm -hmm. so like you can't, it's like sometimes the vulnerability is showing parts of you that you're afraid to let other people see. Right. Not not anything that's disrespecting or inappropriate, right. but right. just you know the vulnerability to really you know maybe people will like this, maybe they won't. You know, yeah. but but you still have to be you because guess what? There will be people that are called to your community that will be there to support you and push you. Yeah. How do your people find you if you're not being you? Right. Or putting yourself out there. Right. Yeah. That is big. 
Joni, yeah. you have to come back. I want to come back. Let's yeah. come back. This is, <laughs> there's so much um, to go on and talk about. And so I, I, I'm not going to put you on the spot today, but I'm asking others to join in our conversation about love and relationship. Yeah. Um, and no, what... I'm, <laughs> Again, I'm going to insert myself in the Zoom be like, what's up, y'all? I'm here to talk about love and relationship. Yeah, we're going to set you up on a screen like how they do on the talk shows. Yes. If we have it in person in New York, that would be so funny. Yeah, let me let me let me just let me just be a fly on the wall and the fly on the wall screen so I could just come in at some moment and join a part of the conversation. Yeah. It is um I I wanted to be in person so bad. We've done so much um yeah. online since the start of the pandemic but there will be online conversations to be had as well ladies and gentlemen so no fear if you are unable to attend an in-person event we will also bring it to the podcast because i think it is time for us to reimagine love and relationship as well there is so much swirling around the internet and right and look yeah when you come to florida we doing, we doing a podcast. We're going to do one in person. Oh, yes. I am actually planning. Oh, I'm not going to say that because my family will be. They're playing, they're playing my whole life if I say that. <laughs> but I will let you know. It will happen very soon. Yes. Yes. Um, ladies and gentlemen, thank you so much for listening to Reimagine with Renata. I'm so uh, blessed by uh, Jody's word on tonight because she dropped some gems so if you didn't catch them all it's okay this podcast is here to stay so you can rewind and listen again um and jody uh you have any other location you want people to check for you follow you look don't follow me home but just follow me (laughs) okay j-o-d-e-e-v-i-d-s i'm on instagram I'm on YouTube, subscribe. You know, I I do have the TikTok. And I always say that. It makes me sound like a grandma. I have a TikTok. <laughs> I'm also on Facebook. And you can always reach out to me if you need any anything at all. Definitely. And Renata, you have such a soothing voice. Like, I love You know, I, I appreciate you. I will also, ladies and gentlemen, put all of those uh, locations in the podcast description so no fear if you didn't catch it as far as my voice it's funny because um this is my speaking voice right and the only time it really shifts is either when I'm really excited passionate about something or when I'm like pissed off um (laughs) and so but the thing is it's one extreme to the next so it's either really soft or it's like intense and like um really piercing and so Mm. I try to stay in this tone as much as I can like I'm intentional intentional about knowing where I am in my tone because as a black woman in America when it shifts right now you're aggressive now you're a threat now you're intimidating yeah Yeah. 
Um, and so that's part of it, right? And it's not my responsibility to hold that, right? If you are intimidated because my tone is intense, like I, you know, I'm still learning how to use what God gave me. Mm. Um, and I like to use my powers for good. So if someone is intimidated by my tone, I kind of have to ask myself, is this a Renata issue or is this a you issue? Well, look, I strongly believe in what you're doing. And I feel like whatever tone that you prescribe or ascribe to use is necessary because right. I, because, you know, obviously we've only known each other for a very short time, but we've, we've easily become friends. And I, I, I see the deep waters that are within you and the mm -hmm. things you have to say are necessary to be said. So I would not be afraid of the tone that you have. Um, because I think that in those moments when you feel, as they say, mm. in the utterance <laughs> of, of things that are needed to be said, yeah. um, I, but I also think that for whatever it is that you're doing, especially for your podcast, you, you have a, a very, your voice is awesome. I, oh, I, I, thank you. I, I think it's really great, but I also believe in the gifting that you operate in. Um, and, uh, you know, I'm praying for you, sister, that like, I just know that this, this platform, this thing that you're doing is going to go so far. Um, and you're all, you're already a phenomenal woman in life. So, you know, I'm going to be bigging you up in everything I do. <laughs> oh my God. I appreciate you so much. That means so much. I, you, is it like, you know me because my friends and the people that know me know, like I, you can give me nothing, but if you pray for me, hmm. oh, that is everything for me. People who go to the Lord on your behalf, yes, whether yes. you know or don't know is the ultimate for me. It means so much. So just everything that you are to me, Jody, I appreciate it. I thank you so much. Oh, I thank you for being in my life. <laughs> like, see, I I hope you guys are, are reimagining what relationship and uh, communication can be in your life. It, it is not, uh, I know that Jody, the connection that I have with Jody is a God connection, but we want to strive to build these types of connections and to be able to communicate with one another in this way. Like the world is constantly showing us another way. Yes. And so I am blessed that this is even available to me, but that it is now available to you. Yeah. Um, so thank you, Jody. You're welcome. And I know we keep closing. We have like, <laughs> no. Best, and I'm but... not editing y'all. Y'all gonna get this. You gonna get this whole thing, right? You gonna get this whole experience. This whole thing, because I, honestly, like when I when I connect with people, like I I really do hold on to that. Yeah. And so like yeah, I don't take I don't take those true connections for granted. So I appreciate you, but I'm gonna let you close for real this time. <laughs> <laughs>
Thank you so much, Jody. Ladies and gentlemen, we'll be back. We have a great conversation coming next week. So um, whenever you listen, I mean, if you want to listen to all the podcasts in one day, then no, do yeah. that. You, we, no, you can binge podcasts if that's what you want to do. But we'll be dropping every week. Our official release date is Saturday. So every Saturday we'll be here with a different conversation, a different friend. But Jody will be back, so don't worry. And remember mm-hmm. to follow her. Check the description for all of her links. Um, and Jody, thank you again. Thank Friends, you. Have a good one. I'll see you soon. Mm-hmm.